Performa Heroes. Welcome to the Performa Podcast, the podcast or podcast where we talk about all sorts of things, pop culture, talk about fitness, and we just kind of see where the conversation goes sometimes. Um, I'm your host, as you guys know, Peter Sears, and uh, today's guest, um, we are going to get to know her together because I've never met this young lady, but uh, we wanted to have her on. She is a single mom, a model, a fitness coach out of Niagara, Canada. Um, she's also the owner and founder of Our House, the agency, which is a model talent agency, and they do all sorts of things. Um, and her motto is that she strives to inspire and help others become happier and healthier and fulfilled in their own lives, regardless of where they are in their journey. Um, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. Like I said, we're going to get to know her together for our guest today, Michaela Rogerson. Hi, guys. Nice to meet everyone. I Hello. am so thankful to be here. And yeah. So, I mean, you yeah, are talking, <laughs> uh, we have about 12 million listeners. So, like, how do you feel right now? Uh, I didn't actually know that at all. Thanks no, for the, I'm, you know, I, I'm joking. I don't know. Out there. I'm joking. I, I honestly, <laughs> I honestly have no idea how many people are listening, but the reach of Performa Nation, like they have quite a big following. So I don't know. Um, I'm that just, is very true. I'm just, uh, I'm just the messenger. So I don't look at those things. I just like to interview the, our guests. Um, so you're in Niagara, Canada. Yeah, that is correct. St. Catharines exactly, but most people don't know where St. Catharines is. So if I say Niagara, they're like, oh, the falls, which I'm only 20 minutes away from. Okay, so that was, that. yeah, because that was my next question because I've, I've been to like Toronto, I've been to like uh, Vancouver, Edmonton, but I just assumed that Niagara was near the falls. Yes? Yeah, okay. correct. That it, it is the region that I'm in, not the city. Okay, got it. Now, You've obviously been to Niagara Falls. Oh, yes, it is just like my backyard. Okay. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll go there one day. Um, cool. So, okay. So let's just talk a little bit, you know, tell me kind of, you know, a little bit of history about yourself, where you grew up, how you got into fitness, any of those kinds of things. Okay. So uh, born and raised in St. Catharines, Ontario. I've never been anywhere else. Um, except when I tried to move to Alberta to live with my mom, but that didn't work out, so I came back. Um, but my fitness journey started out when I was young. Uh, when I was, I believe the earliest was, I believe, grade th two or three. So I was around uh, about nine-ish, eight, nine years old. And I started playing soccer. Uh, from there, I joined uh, the cross-country team of my school. And then um, it's cutting in and out a bit. Um, I I can hear you still. Okay. Maybe. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, do I need to relocate? Uh, hold on. I'll press pause for a second. And we're back. Uh, okay. So you were telling us that, you know, you started, your fitness journey started when? Well, when I was in elementary school. So like yeah. uh, the ages of... Uh, eight and nine um I started playing soccer then I got into cross country and then from there I joined every uh sports team that my school <laughs> offered <laughs> so I I just uh love being athletic I love being in the sport uh so much that uh, I actually cut off all my hair and just continued having like the short hair from what the ages of 10 to about 12 when I decided to regrow up because no one realized that I was actually a girl <laughs> <laughs> so I played as rough as a boy so they assumed I was a guy um so I thought that was kind of funny uh 
But yeah, flash forward, I just continued doing uh, sports within my middle school years. And then um, with high school, um, I only did it in grade nine. And then uh, in grade 10, I got pregnant. But grade, um, nonetheless- Grade, uh, grade 10? Well, like the end of, no, it was grade 11, but grade 10, I got injured. Oh yeah, yeah. So grade 11, I got pregnant. Okay, got uh, it. Grade, yeah, so I was 16 when I got pregnant, my apologies. Um, but uh, yeah, in grade 10 and nine, I was, uh, grade nine was track and cross country, but grade nine and 10, I did dance. And then we found out I had scoliosis. So I kind of took a break out out of that. And uh, then I ended up uh, getting pregnant in grade 11, had him at the uh, start of grade 12. And then I ended up uh, taking a second grade 12 year. So I did grade 12 B, uh, graduated. And then I just started working out over COVID. And now I got into fitness coaching and being connected with all the brands and everything over the years of modeling. Um, I've been modeling for five and a half years. So that kind of helped me continue to uh, get uh, everything else getting, everything kind of intertwined in the end. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so you had, you had your son when you were in high school still. I did. Wow, okay. Um, and then, obviously, I mean, just, I mean, because I obviously. That's, that's a whole different experience that people <laughs> don't really know or talk about much about. So, um, yeah, yeah um, I got with his father back when I was uh, 16. Yeah, 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 just after I turned 16. Uh, it wasn't really the best relationship, I'll be honest. Um, but then I ended up getting, I ended up moving out and moving in with him. And then shortly after that, I ended up getting pregnant, um, switched schools in that process as well. Then I was known as a pregnant girl at that school, even though I only attended for like five, like three to five months. Right. And then, um, I moved to Alberta, uh, incident happened with the landlord there, my mom's landlord. And then I moved back. And then uh, got my own place uh, over here. And then uh, I had my son in November of 2017. Uh, I only took a six week mat leave and then I went back to school and continued studying in high school. So I only was off for a month and a half. So I wasn't even fully healed. Wow. And then I continued going back to school and then um, I ended up having to take the extra year because uh, the one semester that I was pregnant, I only got one credit, and then the second, and then the second uh, semester that I did that I was pregnant, I think I, I got one or two. No, so the second semester they told me that I was so the first semester grade twelve they thought they told me that I got I was registered I had to show up and everything and do my schoolwork because um, it was a mom's program it was a mom's school program that they had okay. around here, and it turns out I was actually never registered in the school so all the work that I was doing was bogus and as well as um it was in the process of me moving back from Alberta and whatnot so it's kind of all jumbled but in a sense I didn't have to go back to school after having my child I could have stayed home and rested till the next semester started right. but they forced me to go to school which is kind of bad I wasn't wow. happy with that after I figured that out so 17 year old me just had a baby back at school and just you know hustling in it harder dropping off my son at daycare going to school and then picking him up after school and then raising him okay i'm this is a lot to, <laughs> this is a lot to un, this is a lot to unpack so i hope you don't mind yeah i'll, I'll ask some follow-up questions i'm yeah, totally yeah. okay um 
so what's like, I mean, I've never had a baby, obviously, but how are you managing to like take care of yourself and support yourself through all this as a 17 year old? Um, so at the time I was, uh, uh, I had my son's father um, around and stuff. So he was somewhat a bit of help, not enough help, obviously. <laughs> so um, my day-to-day -day life was basically like, wake up, get little bit ready, drop him off at daycare, go to school, then pick him up from school and then take him home. And most of the time ended up being like fighting with his dad and stuff and whatnot. There were some good days. A lot of the times weren't the best. Um, but in uh, once I graduated in 2019, uh, that summer I actually ended up leaving his father. So um, I was 19 at that time and then uh, got another relationship that ended in November. And then it's just been uh, kind of me focusing on Monkey and I. Your and son is destroying the house right now while we're talking. <laughs> he really is. I'll be honest. <laughs> this is, wait, so he's three. So he's, yes. past, he's past the terrible twos, but now he's just. No, no, I need to correct everybody on that. There's no okay. such thing as terrible twos. It's terrible toddlers because it doesn't stop. Got it. Okay. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So at what point, so you obviously, you, so you graduated, you managed, you managed to, you know, be a mom, but also finally graduate after all that, right? Um, uh, in high school, in high school as well in 2018, which was my grade 12 year, but uh, not my final year. It was right. like, cause I took a year after that. I started my, my modeling company under the name Mar Models. And uh, so I was in high school, starting a business, raising a child all at the age of 18 years old. Yeah, that's incredible. Uh, so where, where did you even get the idea to start your own modeling agency? There's no modeling agency in my area. The closest oh, really? one is in Hamilton, which is at least 45 minutes drive. Oh, wow. Yeah, because I mean, how far- And so many, and so, the, the Canadians are going to be really- It's like a 40, yeah, 45 minute drive from- It's a 45 minute drive from here. Uh-huh. Okay. What about like, how far is Toronto so, from where you are? So, uh, about an hour and a uh, an hour, hour and fifteen, depending on where in Toronto you need to go. Okay, got it. Okay, sorry. So yeah, so it's just so no worries. It's just because uh, not many people know exactly where I am, and not many people know where Hamilton is. But between got but it. Hamilton is before Toronto, where I'm coming from. Um, okay. So um, uh, yes, the closest. Uh, so yeah, the closest place for anything modeling for my area would have been, you know, Hamilton and Toronto. Uh, so I had a lot of people around here or even in Hamilton and Toronto asking me, hey, like, how did you get into modeling? What'd you do? Like, what's this? What's that? Teach me this, show me this, get me a shoot. Do me well, I'm like, okay, so people clearly are asking me to become an agent and do something about this and become teaching and all that. So I took the calling that was being handed to me and I turned it into a modeling group that I was just getting us jobs, doing shoots, having fun. And then now I've uh, hired on some uh, partners and employees and now we are an operating agency and basically talent school if you look at it this is okay so, so you're like 1920 doing all this yes and now i'm 21 wow that's like i mean that's like more than people do like in their whole lives 
Yeah, I just incorpor- I ended up just getting my company incorporated the other week. Uh, we meet with the bank uh, this uh, week, actually. So yeah, it was it's been a long process of uh, just like the modeling team and getting everything sorted and organized and decided what exactly we're doing, and then now we're finalizing everything and signing the paperwork. That's exciting. Um, so you were you were modeling before that though. You just decided to start your own company. In yes, I've been modeling. So I've been modeling since I was uh, 15 years old. I just started out saying, I looked at my parents, I'm like, I want to try modeling. Um, I am not the skill level that I need to do for my age group for dancing. So modeling in my brain kind of is a way of dancing because just, you know, posing the dance moves in a way. And it helps because I know my body, I know how my body moves and it. I'm able to keep straight lines, know how my body works and all that. So it was beneficial doing an easy transition like that. Um, I ended up connecting with a student at, a photography student at Niagara College and did a photo shoot for her and then connected with a local studio around here, which is no longer around and made some connections there and networked a bunch. But what really put me on the modeling uh, map was when I competed for Supermodel Canada back in 2019 after graduating high school. What's Supermodel Canada? This sounds exciting. Yes. So uh, Supermodel Canada is held, is held, uh, hosted by. Um, the Toronto Fashion Academy in Toronto, and it is basically the in a way the Canadian version of America's Next Top Model, just in a lot shorter of a span. Um, okay. So it's like a television and, show. Uh, they're trying to become a television show. Like okay. they're sending out. Uh, it's a different process from Canadian television than I think it is American television. Um, and then, uh, so I competed for season three. I ended up. Uh, making it to the final so I got to stay in Toronto for three days compete with all the models three days of modeling non-stop day in day out day in day out um obviously I was I'm laughing I'm not hey hey hey. I'm not laughing at you Michaela I could just hear your son in the background going crazy and it's just funny to me (laughs) hey hey can you calm down my love this is real life (laughs) it is that is this is my everyday life. Every phone call, every Zoom call, it's, uh, <laughs> we got some entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, just day in, day out modeling. I ended up being the shortest model on that runway in that entire competition uh, because the height requirement is actually five foot seven and I stand at five foot three and I have for almost now a decade. Uh, oh, you're only five foot three? I am a petite little one. Oh, I am okay. a tiny little thing. Okay. So, yeah, um, I do walk the runway. I do commercial shoots and a uh, little bit of acting stuff here and there. Even though I'm only five foot three, I do pose very tall, so no one really realizes until I mention it or until they meet me in person. They're like, "You're short." Right. Oh crap. <laughs> Wait, so, so like, uh, are you are you tall enough to like get on like the roller coasters in Canada? <laughs> Yes, I am. I just <laughs> meet it. Want to come say hi? No, no, hi. OK. Yeah. This is Peter. Say hi. Want to say hi? Yeah, hey, say hi to Performer Nation. Hey, what's up, man? No, what's that's Peter. Say hi. Hey. Oh. What's oh your my name, gosh. buddy? Yeah, Peter. What's your son's name? What's your name? Adrie. What's your name? He doesn't want to say his name. We're still oh. working on that. But his okay. name's CJ. CJ. Okay. Um, okay. So, so you make it to the finals in uh, 
what what's I'm sorry, what's it called again? Supermodel Canada. So I made it to the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Supermodel so, Canada. Yeah. So I made it to the finals, competed in Toronto, met a bunch of people, made a bunch of connections, and ended up being scouted for an international pageant, which was Miss Progress International. Okay. <laughs> and so I ended up representing Canada in that international pageant, got flown to Italy um for nine days competed oh, in awesome. that this was my first pageant too so i've never competed in a pageant before i was the under the height requirement for that one as well but they still accepted me and i ended up uh placing in the runner-up position of my category and uh flown back home and continued raising my son <laughs> this is great so now in all of this you know you're modeling and doing all these things um at what point do you decide that, I mean, I'm assuming because you're modeling that you're already into fitness because like you said, you played sports and whatnot. And so, as a, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I interrupted you. My apologies. Uh, um, no, what I was going to say is like, I'm assuming, I'm just assuming, I don't know, but like, since yeah. you're already a model and you're obviously doing photo shoots and whatever, I feel like you already kind of have an idea of like, you want to look a certain way. So you're probably working out and eating a certain way just to maintain a specific look, right? So fitness. Oh, I'll, I'll actually admit, um, I actually uh, struggled from an eating disorder for the, like my entire life. I still struggle from it. So I have a really, really, really high metabolism that, um, you know, how some people, if they like were become quote unquote lazy and just sit around, they end up gaining weight. That would be now, me. I, I lose weight. I can't gain weight. I struggle gaining weight. So I've, I've always been so tiny, very, very tiny in my entire life. The heaviest I've been naturally is 120 pounds. And that was when I was 16. And then I ended up getting pregnant. And then um, I ended up growing to 134 pounds after I had my son. Adrian, can you stop playing with that? That'd be great. Come here. Come here, please. One moment. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Never mind. We're good. <laughs> okay. So, um, yeah, just stay here so I can see you, honey. Um, so, I don't know. Where was I in the story? Um, I don't know, but we can start over. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Talking about about your like your eating disorder and how you struggle to gain weight. Oh yeah, so um, after having my son, I went from 134 pounds to 120 pounds, and then I ended up getting going anorexic and like went down to about 100 pounds, like oh, wow. 100 pounds flat and stuff. And I was at the age of like 18 years old at that time, so that's not really a healthy weight to be at um at that age and at the height so I was on the um downside as well as I uh was anemic um, I ended up getting out of uh, the anemic uh zone of my uh, white blood level and uh, uh my white blood cell and iron counts are high enough to not be there anymore okay. um but uh after the two the toxic relationships and stuff that I've dealt with over the couple of years I was like, I got to start working out, but, um, I ended up starting to work out in, uh, April of 2020. So just at the start of COVID 
so between high school and COVID, I actually wasn't working out or in sports or anything oh. like that after having my son because I ended up having my son and was dealing with his father who, I'll be honest, completely like changed my life. My life is forever different because of him. Uh, yeah, you have one you reason have, because of son. <laughs> yeah, you have a life you're responsible for now. Oh, well, there's one that, but uh, <laughs> he didn't make it the best with uh, my family either. But, you know, it is what it is. Your dog, your yeah. purge, you were the one who deals with how you play him after. Okay, right. yeah, you're cleaning your nose. I see that. That's more real life. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are many people who, uh, you know, have similar circumstances, you know, have, and, and even not even at a, just at any age for that matter, like, at it, yeah. maybe they don't approve of, you know, uh, your partner or whatever. I mean, I know that I've been in relationships where my girlfriend's family did not approve of me because <laughs> I'm an artist and it's not like a secure job or whatever so oh I, i'm a model i i do so much dangerous and terrible stuff i shouldn't be a mother oh i've heard the stories too so everyone yeah. has a fair game of uh negativity but is the fuel exactly your creativity 100 percent. i always have a chip on my shoulder so i get it but right. um so okay so oh, then one second one second one second kadrin if you're flushing those down the toilet Hey, hey, um, okay, so <laughs> you so you started work, so you didn't really work out for a couple of years, and then in April, how does that work? Because you started working out in April of 2020. Were, were like, did you just start working out at home? Like, did you have a home gym? Because gyms were closed here for the most part yes. everywhere. So gyms were closed here too. So uh, I kind of just uh, went out and did my best to find some equipment, bought some equipment, bought some bands online, uh, some dumbbells and stuff, and just did the home workouts and just did my own thing. Followed uh, a couple of people on Instagram, uh, copied their workouts, reached out to them as another influencer, made some connections and networks. Um, I didn't pay for any like uh, workout programs or anything like that. At, uh, and people do come to me and ask me if I have any workout programs or anything. However, I don't, but I do coach now at F45 uh, Fitness St. Catharines. So um, anybody interested in my area who wants to coach with me, they can just check out there, register there and then take my classes. It's easier on me. I don't plan on taking personal clients. <laughs> okay. So you, so you teach group classes at F45? Yeah. Okay. They have F4, F45 is like all over the place now. They really are all across yeah. North America, yeah. Yeah, we have them here. I remember there's quite a few in LA where I'm from, but I've seen them all over the place. So I didn't realize they were north of the border as well. So that's cool. Yeah. So you teach so you teach group classes there? Yep, I do. I Got just started it. that on training this month and then officially starting classes in September. Oh, cool. That's exciting. So, I mean, what else do you do? <laughs> what don't I do I think would be yeah, a shorter story exactly. <laughs> so yeah I run the I run the agency train the models um obviously okay, now, being now that, oh. when you when you say train the models like okay I teach them I, how to pose I teach them how to use their face I teach them how to walk I teach them the industry I teach um I show good photographers and bad photographers teach them how to be freelance models and or agency representative models basically everything a model needs to know that people don't realize that we actually need to learn and do right i teach and coach 
Now, because you... modeling is a job. I, I I feel in my personal opinion that modeling and photography and makeup and hair and all that should be considered trades. I mean, hairstyling is considered a trade. Modeling should be considered a trade. Photography should be considered a yeah. trade, but they're not. Who's but not? I want to change that. That's one of my goals. Is to change. Who's that. not? Who, who doesn't think modeling is a job? Like I. For... Well, some people, because in Canada, they're like. Oh, you're just an Instagram model. You're just an influencer. They don't really believe the real modeling jobs, but then they say, "Oh, you do real modeling jobs." I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, I mean, where do they think like the people in all the ads and stuff that we see? Where do they think they come from? <laughs> well, they unless they see you doing that, they don't think you're doing that. Got it. Okay. It's hard to prove. It's the proof in the pudding, you know. You like you just it's. Got it. I, I, I mean, people I, think I, about it. I get a lot of that too because I, I do stand up. And so like when people ask me what I do and I mean, I do podcasting too, but I'm like, when they ask me what I do, I'm like, oh, I'm a comedian. They're like, oh, like, and like, I don't think like they don't get, I think I'm just saying that because like, I'm trying to be funny. I'm like, no, like that's my job. Like, that's, that's exactly the exact same <laughs> reaction I get from saying I'm a model. I'm, they're like, oh, what do you do for work? I'm like, oh, I'm a model. They're like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, and then. I pull out my Instagram and they're like, oh, you actually do real modeling. I'm like, yeah, yeah. then what did you think? They're like, oh, I just thought like you took pictures and posted them on Instagram. I'm like, no, I do real crap. <laughs> I mean, nothing, not, and nothing to that. Cause I mean, I know a lot of girls who they also, make a, like they make money off of being a, an Instagram model. Like, so I mean- I do, I do the influencing stuff as well as yeah. the real modeling stuff. So they do intertwine and do work as uh, like together. And if someone just does it themselves and they're able to work all the power to you for monetizing your Instagram and being able right. to take that extra level of social media. Yeah. I'm still working on it myself, but you know, we went somewhere and learned some. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and it's always, I mean, I feel like, the internet has the internet and especially like social media has changed everything as far as like who can call themselves a, a this or a that right because in the old days like you were a celebrity because you were in movies or tv and or like a singer or something whereas now like you know people on youtube are celebrities or there's there's tiktok famous people and there's instagram famous like there's there's so many different ways so like what what people back in the day used to think of as like a celebrity, like just the definition is just different now, you know, and you could build a following without ever being it on is. TV or anything, you know? So, but like, you know, people from like a certain generation, like probably like before mine just don't get it, you know, unfortunately. So, um, well, what's it, what's it like now? Cause I'm obviously here in the U S but like, what's it like, in Canada as far as like <laughs> like gyms being open and restrictions and because you guys are still kind of like there's some restrictions I think still that you guys got going on yeah yeah we still got restrictions going on so like my gyms are like half capacity okay. we still have to wear masks and stuff um not a lot of services are open and stuff uh I mean but they got pools open they got stuff open um I haven't like uh, haven't been seeing many people turn away for anything like without vaccines or anything like that just yet. So they're not yeah. going to that extreme currently, but yeah, just the uh, capacity of locations has really been okay. the most restriction right now. 
Yeah, because I was because we've to... just really opened up in June. Yeah, because I was supposed to. I had like some tentative dates set up for like Vancouver and Edmonton, but then they kind of pushed it back because I think for me coming uh, coming over to can like I think I have to quarantine for two weeks first once I cross the border before I could like work and that's not going to work for me. So, uh, so yeah, things are a so, little bit. So uh, how they're, how they're, how they're doing it is, um, I don't know if you're vaccinated or not. That they're I am, I am. Vaccinated. I am, but. So there's that, um, uh, there's either the 14 days of quarantine or you get a COVID test right when you're here and if it comes back negative, you're clear to go. That's how they've been doing it. Okay. Um, but I don't know if they've, I don't know exactly if they've opened up borders for us citizens just yet. So I'm, yeah. I haven't kept up with that myself. Yeah. I just know, like, like I, I had dates and then they were like, actually you have to quarantine. So I was like, let's just wait, let's just wait a little bit longer, but you know, yeah, might as well to... wait. It doesn't hurt it, but yeah. it just sucks. <laughs> yeah. It does suck. Cause I like Vancouver and Toronto and you know, I want to go cause that's where I have jobs lined up, but, uh, well, okay. if you're in Toronto, let me know. Oh, I'll be there. You know, once the world is not on fire anymore, basically <laughs> once, once they loosen everything up and you can go back to normal, I'll be there at some point. I just don't have the dates. Um, so, okay. So let, let's, let's, let's talk about some stuff. Um, so for someone like, uh, let's just say in Canada, right someone wants to get into modeling, what advice would you give them? Uh, one, uh, check out my company. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, two, start start with your Instagram. Start po- uh, getting a friend or even get a tripod. Start posting. Look at um, celebrities you like, influencers you like, and stuff like that, and start posting the kind of photos they post and stuff. Um, tag brands uh whether they be local to you so like a little cafe put your coffee and tag them or uh, this is this is this is a good point because um you know i'm, I'm hosting this perform a podcast which i've been very grateful that they allowed me to do it but the relationship between performa and i actually started because i bought some shaker cups loved them and i started tagging them um, yeah. Just, be- just because I love the products. And then eventually they were like, Hey, like, thanks for posting our stuff. We like you, you know, I was a comedian. So we kind of had like nothing really in common other than that. I love this. And they liked the fact that I, and then we ended up creating a working relationship together. So that does, I can firsthand say that, that and, and that's, and that's actually worked with me and other brands as well. Like just tag them. Like if you have a shirt or something that you like, like, here you go. Bam. That's how I got the Herx job. That's why okay. <laughs> I started modeling for them. And now I work the store. Awesome. So Herx, as, as I learned before we started, is a supplement company in Canada. Yep. Okay. So uh, Herx is a supplement uh, store that you can purchase your supplement brands, Canadian or American. Um, we are a Canadian store, obviously. Uh, uh-huh. But yeah, yeah, we just we do sell performer shakers and stuff as well in the stores and online. They, so they better. <laughs> they do. Don't worry, I have a ton. <laughs> I, know, I have so many. <laughs> I know, right? You can never have too many, is what I always say. No, no, everyone's like, don't you have enough? Don't you have too many shakers? I'm like, no. No, yeah, like every time they come out with something new, I'm like, oh shit, I need that one because I don't have I it. I need that one, exactly, yeah. right? Like, like, 
Oh. It is what it is. Plus, plus, I like for me, I will never, um, I won't mix my protein and like my workout, my pre-workout in the same. Neither will I. Neither will I. I want them different yeah. too. So even even if you even if you wash them, I'm like, no. I know the protein was in there. Sometimes, no matter what, there's still like a, a hint. So I'm like, no. Pre-workout yeah. goes yeah. in these. These are for my protein. This is for my water. Like that's just I just have a yeah. system. It's great. Yeah, I like yeah. it. <laughs> okay so i usually uh, use the little ones for the pre-workouts and then like the big ones for you like my bcaas and proteins and okay yeah. perfect yeah. um okay so you suggest to people you know model pictures or you know take put post pictures of yourself tag brands like what else would you recommend for someone trying to get into that um even if uh like the fitness industry as well like start posting your workouts start posting the supplements and stuff you use uh recipes and whatnot that's like to get you into the fitness stuff um yeah. back in the modeling post the stores you shop from start styling yourself um there are like depending on the area you are search for casting calls in your area just like you know hashtag casting call with your city or wherever and you'll be able to find some castings that way or even depending where you are there's like backstage and a couple like uh websites and whatnot like model mayhem uh if you're on model mayhem there are a couple scams and stuff but you'll be able to realize which are the scams right. which are real and like whittle through do you guys um, do you guys have uh i think you do do you guys have casting networks in canada as well uh i believe the casting networks we have are backstage uh get the, the casting center there, there's, there's, there's something actual, like there's a couple i can't think of them on top of my head though okay yeah because i'm pretty i'm pretty sure and i can't look it up but there's a company literally called casting networks and they have branches in different cities and i know there's stuff on vancouver in there but i don't know if i've ever looked for toronto but I would imagine they do have them. So, I mean, but people here are listening, they're probably in the US too. So I would just look up casting networks. And if you're in a city next, if you're in a city, yeah, look to see where the closest city, they have them literally in the US, they have them, they have casting networks, Atlanta, Dallas, Austin, like New York, Chicago, like everywhere. Yeah. So I'm sure they probably have them in like the big cities another, in Canada. Another thing is um, don't, be afraid to reach out to agencies take photos of yourself with your phone or get a friend to do it uh, make sure you have a clean background uh proper lighting if you have a ring light like i'm currently using or um good lighting enough in your house as long as you have like your front side back photos all you gotta do is like wear a tank top and leggings or t-shirt and jeans or whatever um just has to be slimming uh submit those images they're called digitals or polaroids and you'll hear back from the agency hopefully through email and you usually go from there take the critique or the acceptance that they give you right. and that's uh, always a great way to do it by the way uh when submitting to agencies if you get a rejection just do like a six month rotation and reach out to as many as possible don't care about the height requirements is another big thing that i want to okay. say to a bunch of people yeah, because you're five three. I mean, you. I'm five three, and I'm still doing what I'm doing. So yeah. I mean, it could, you never know it. And uh, anybody who pays attention to Sports Illustrated swimsuit, um, it's Cap Kathy Jacobs standing at five foot three and up as well, but at the age of fifty seven, rookie oh, of the year, swimsuit really? rookie of the year. Interesting. I ha I actually I'm embarrassed to say that I haven't even seen this year's swimsuit issue. 
stepdad. Well, go know. see it and you'll see seven, uh, 57 year old yeah. Kathy Jacobs. She's used, absolutely stunning. Is she like, is she like a model or is she like an athlete or something? Uh, she's a model. She just started, she just took a shot. Uh, I think she does acting and modeling. She took a shot at the uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit and it put her on the map. Wow. Yeah. You never know you guys, you see. Now, now you said if you get rejected, you know, follow up in a few more months. Um, like, uh, I'll say this because you're okay. Because I do stand up. Hey, CJ, what's up, buddy? <laughs> you're really blonde. Um, <laughs> say hi. So we, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I can say as, from for like literally any aspect of the entertainment industry, whether it's acting, as a dancer, model, comedian, like there's so much rejection, right? Like there's just, you're, you get rejection all the time and you can't, you can't take it personal. You can't, uh, you can't give up. Like if it's what you really wanna do, you just say, I mean, what I say is like, all right, well, fuck that. And I just keep going. And I use that for fuel. So just keep pushing forward. Like, I always say like for every how job I that look I, at things and rejection. Oh, sorry. No, how I, I look at, uh, uh, yeah. Has, when I look at a uh, rejection and stuff, uh, the word no stands for next opportunity. So mm -hmm. you may not get this one, but pay attention to the next one. There's always the next opportunity. There's always the next yeah. opportunity. So no next opportunity. Check it out. I like so that. Always keep that in mind, as well as uh, the mindset of never losing, because if you don't, if you don't win, you learn, yeah, you learn a lesson. Yeah. So I, I, I never in my head, I'm not losing because if I don't win or if I don't get something, I learned a lesson. What did I do wrong? What can I improve on? What's, what's, what's the lesson right in the moment in the situation going on? So I always try to keep. Uh, a positive mind and also looking at being a constant student of life um, I love absorbing information and knowledge and learning new things every single day is always a top tier on my to-do list I like that Michaela you were you were very <laughs> wise at your age I, I will say this and I and, and I'm, I'm sure like uh, I'm sure a decent amount of it comes from the fact that you're a mom so you kind of have to like become responsible it, you you learn a lot when you have to become responsible for another person but if anyone hasn't told you i'll just say you're you're very wise for your age uh, i do okay. i do get that a lot just because okay. of exactly that <laughs> yeah uh no that's great i mean and i think that's inspiring to other people you know with with or without kids like young people like there's just so much you can never learn too much and even me at my old age like i'm always reading i'm always you know, reading articles or books, like I'm always absorbing information. But what's funny is like, I know that there's a certain amount of knowledge that like at some point you cannot absorb any more knowledge without losing other knowledge. So for me, I'm always like, I learned all these new things, but in my mind, I'm like, what am I forgetting now? <laughs> like what information well, is leaving me? Yeah, there's, there's always that, but uh, in another sense of it, when you look at it, there, it'll always be a, uh, a memory of it in the back of your head, like there'll always be that some sort of thought or memory, and it'll just take a trigger just to bring it back, which you'll never figure out until it happens. Right. So 
the man, the human mind, I don't think really forgets, but it, it does because in a sense, you may not even bring that topic yeah. up ever again. Right. Um, but yeah, that's one, that's a one way I was looking at it. Uh, I was going to say something, but forgot about it. So yeah, moving on from that. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let me ask you some hard questions. I mean, you've, you've, been, you've been great so far, but these are, these are some hard questions now. There's, they're not hard. There's more thought provoking. Um, what are, uh, now you don't have to know these people, okay? But who are three people in your life that have been the most influential to you? Uh oh, Michaela uh, Oh, there we go. We got it. Did you hear me? Okay. Yeah, you asked me what my uh, three most influential, yeah, inspiring yeah. people are in my life. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, one of the most inspiring people in my life currently right now is my son <laughs> obviously yeah. he's the one obviously keeping me moving and continuing my goals because i want to be the best example that i can for him which in turn shows and inspires other individuals to be the best that they can and right. as well as him of course um thinking of two other individuals that inspire me is honestly actually a harder question for me because uh I know I could pick a celebrity or someone like that, but I actually don't keep up with anybody like specifically that inspire me and keep me going. Uh, like I keep tabs or uh, I keep their quotes or anything on me. Um, I mean, Coco Rocha is a huge role model for myself uh, because like with she's from Montreal, Canada, and she is like one of the top supermodels in the world. And she is the one who brought social media as a normality in this modeling industry. Without her, I probably wouldn't be a model than I am today. Because okay. um, I, I do learn a lot uh, just from what she posts online. She, she does uh, offer a camp that she has handpicked me for to um, attend, but I have not been able to obtain the money to do that. She reached out to me on Instagram to let me know all. Uh, so we had a little bit of conversation uh that was almost one of the biggest uh inspirational moments that i've had in my moment in my life so far um but then third i don't even know at this moment um you'd have to come back to me on that one I know. This, this, <laughs> it's funny it's funny because this is not uh i have to, i ask this question quite a bit and a lot of times people cannot think of three people which is interesting uh yeah so yeah it's that's not uncommon um okay um, well, like for, like for like oh, for like for instance, like there is like I'll explain why I can't think of the third person only because it's like it's just really me and my son in my life. I don't have anybody that I keep up with or like a tabs on like for in the celebrity or social media world. And then in my personal life, I don't have anybody that I have that I look up to or like that I have that like that inspire me continuing it except for myself. I'm right. really I haven't found another me or someone who. <laughs> can help me be a better me. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Yeah. And I'm still in search for that third inspiration. So, okay. I mean, looking at Coco Rocha, she's able to help, like, in mindset, able to teach me and show me to become a better me, a better model. And then, obviously, my son every single day seeing that beautiful face is the biggest oh. inspiration of all. <laughs> um, okay, let's go. Uh, this is, okay, what is that? Uh, what what is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it hmm. 
I wouldn't say okay, my biggest failure isn't like an event, like a one soul thing. It's more of a long time term behavior that I had that was a failure in itself. And that would be letting other people dictate my career uh, in a sense of, you know, significant others. Right. Um, if you're in a relationship and you're someone who's with a person that's telling you, no, don't do this, can't do this. Oh, I don't like when you do that. You need to cut them out because yeah. that solely held me back in many, many years of my life. And uh, I can say that, oh, I can't, I can't say, but sometimes I do think, hey, I could be further than I am now if right. I didn't get with the wrong people and let right. those people control me. But in a sense, I would have the beautiful boy I have. Right. Yeah, that's that's a thing. It's, I mean, especially like, I mean, I guess in in any in any career path, you know. But like, there's something about like artists, and I consider modeling is a form of artistry. Like, it takes a special person to be with a person that's in the arts, right? Like, if you're if your significant other is an actor, or they're a comedian, or they're a model, like, it's not. It's not for people like you cannot be insecure and be with a person that's in the industry. <laughs> like you can't. No, exactly. It doesn't well, and work. I've, had that. I've been with insecure people and yeah. they just drain the life out of you if you're in the creative industry. If they're yeah. not on board with it, it's uh, different. Like unless you've discussed it and they talked it up, but it's really hard to maintain a relationship unless they are a supportive person in your network. Yeah, they need 100%. to be that supportive person. They need to be that rock for you because if they're not, it, it, it puts a huge damper in your career into a lot of times you having to put it on hold, Yeah, which we don't need, which you know, no one needs. You need all, you need, your, your person needs to be, needs to be your, essentially they need to be your biggest fan, honestly. Like if they're not your biggest proponent, yeah, your they biggest really fan. Do. Yeah. I've, I've had, you know, <laughs> girls that I used to date that were just like, even like before anything, like, oh, I don't want, I, I can't date a comedian because you'll end up talking about me. And I'm like, I'm going to end up fucking talking about you anyway. So like, <laughs> either, either ride with it. You're or just going to be an it. ex. It's just, you just, yeah. you either, you just choose the label you're going to end up being yeah, in the story, exactly. you know, like, exactly. that's it. <laughs> um, like when okay. you're with a comedian so, or even when you're like oh, it's just a whole other conversation but like like when you're with a comedian or even when you're friends with a comedian you need to realize you will forever and ever be part of his content if you're lucky if you're lucky if you're lucky because because you know what there is too there's a lot of people that think that their lives or their stories should be in your act and then you're like no dude your shit that's not funny at all <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like you could put this in your act and i'm like no i, I can't because it's not entertaining at all um okay what is uh okay let's talk let's talk this is a modeling question what's a common myth about your profession that you would like to debunk uh well, one thing that 
usually that has been debunking a bit. Um, you don't need to look perfect to be in the modeling industry. Oh, okay. Yep. Like I myself, I personally don't think I look perfect. I get acne because I'm too short, hair's too long. I'm now too fit instead of being too skinny. Um, there's no such thing as too something, too much of something. Right. Because in honest, all honesty, that ends up being your quirk and being the thing that they end up booking you for. You got multiple freckles. Oh, we need someone with freckles. You got a gap in your tooth. Oh, we love that different. Like right. we love the different, like, like being more open and like inclusive and whatnot. Like that's the, the industry has changed. Okay. It really has. Yeah. And there are, and the other thing is, is that, um, there is the negativity around like, you know, the social media influencer and stuff. We're not all, you know, give me free things, get like, like, you know, like happy, like perfect lives and stuff. As you guys can see, as this conversation's going along, <laughs> uh, my son's wreck, <laughs> wrecking havoc all over my house. <laughs> right. So like, you see my Instagram, you're like, oh, this girl's pretty, you know, up there, upscale doing all this stuff. And if you see me in real life, you're like, she's wearing sweatpants and a bunch of baggy stuff and her hair is a mess and holy crap. She needs to sleep. Yeah, that's me. Right. <laughs> so social media print paints a pretty picture for everybody. Just constantly remind yourself that. Got it. Of I course. Mean, yeah. People are going to only share their highlights, right? That, but that being said, don't just go and start unfollowing a bunch of influencers because you think they're influencers. We are also trying to make a living and help you guys, you know, either save money or find new things or connect with local brands, depending if you're looking at influencers in your area or influencers in areas that you're planning on going to visit you know right. so each of us are our own small businesses as well so please support us all <laughs> we yeah. love you support them um what's uh do, do you have a favorite superhero michaela um i would say i got uh you know man of steel <laughs> Superman. Superman. Like uh the, the character itself or like a specific like played by a specific actor. Like a specific So I actually so I'll be honest, I actually don't watch TVs or shows or anything like that. I just always loved, you know, being that superhero person in life. And I got uh when it got me into it was the YouTuber Superwoman, uh Lily Singh. And she used to do like the superwoman kind of thing. She used to use the logo until you know Marvel was like, hey, like we want like to do like this like superwoman for marvel and she was like no 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 superwoman's mine because she trademarked it so they had to go with supergirl oh, and so she was no longer allowed to use the marvel superman logo so she had to make her own interesting uh yeah. there's there's gonna be people that are really so superman th this is just me being a nerd and yeah. knowing that people are listening they're gonna be like no so superman is dc okay yeah. So no, my apologies, guys. Yeah. DC. See, as yeah. you can tell, I don't I watch shows, I don't watch TV, <laughs> right. anything no. like that. So disclaimer, me. <laughs> I just I just want like if people are listening, they're like, dude, how come you're not correcting her? I, I just wanted to be you nice. Corrected me. But I did. Just, you know, it's fine. I knew what she meant. Uh hey, if it makes it any better, guys, yeah. 
my twin sister likes Batman and I'm Superman, so that's, that's oh, that's great. Topic. You have what you have a twin sister. <laughs> we look nothing alike, but yes. Oh wow! Okay, interesting. Uh, you, but you don't look anything alike. Okay. No, she's blonde with curly hair that's short, and I'm brunette with long hair that's oh, straight. Yeah, you're right. Um, okay, uh, Michaela, one more question, and uh, so. This is a tough one, and I always do a really bad job of explaining this question. But um, if you were me, okay, pretend you were me, um, is there anything that you would have asked yourself that I didn't ask you? Hmm. The only thing I would have asked as an interviewer okay. would be what's your. Uh, well, that's basically what you are as an interviewer, right? So if I were you, the only other thing I would have asked would have been what's your next project or next goals and ambitions, if you have and can disclose. Yeah, okay. Michaela, what do you have coming up? What's your next thing that you have coming up? <laughs> <laughs> so currently I have uh, uh, an event coming up with the Canadian Mustang Registry. Um, it is uh, called Stang Fest. And Stang we have Fest. a couple things up our sleeve uh, with a record holding of, <laughs> yeah. So it's so okay. Oh. This, you're, you're talking like, you're talking like Mustang, like the car. Yes, sir. Okay, do you have a Mustang? I'm trying to get one. I'm okay. in the works of it. My friend Emma, who I work with on uh, uh, Car Magazine together, she and I are working on the projects, uh, getting some together. But her and her boyfriend both have Mustangs. Okay. Yeah. I I've had I've had two Mustangs. I love them. I'm gonna get another one. But right now, because I drive so much for my job, I have to have like a car that's a little bit more fuel efficient. So I don't yeah, have one. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. I like I drive a lot because I have to drive all over. Uh, to, you know, I do too. <laughs> yeah. So I need something that's more fuel efficient. And so, but I love Mustangs. Okay, so Stang Fest in Canada. So we got, yeah, we got Stang Fest happening in uh, at the Toronto, uh, I think the Toronto Motorsports uh, track uh, in okay. Cayuga. So we got that coming up August 14th. So there's that, as well as for modeling, I'm currently working. Uh, some deals with uh, the Modern Bride Wedding Show, bringing some more programs and stuff into the GTA and Toronto area for those interested. Uh, Modern Bride uh, Wedding Show is, as it is a wedding show, vendors and wedding people. I walk as a model and I also help coach and train the inspiring models that want to be a part. Um, also big things coming up with my company uh, that's officially launching services for coaching models singer songwriters dancers everything under the sun everything uh in the entertainment industry that you can think of we basically cover it uh check us out on instagram and inquire about what we got what's so what's it my... what's it it's, it's called our models right our or house our, our house just letter our house okay yeah we'll uh we'll include it in the show notes so um if they want to if they want to click on the show notes We'll have a link to there. Yeah. Uh, okay, Michaela, uh, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. You can find me on uh, Facebook or Instagram at Michaela R Official. My name is spelled M A K A Y L A, and then R Official. Or you can find me on TikTok at mouse.xl.
mouse.xo. Okay, we'll put them in the show notes. Uh, Michaela, thank you so much for joining us on the Performa Podcast. Listeners, thank you guys for listening. Um, this has been the Performa Podcast. We will see you guys next time. Hang on one second, Michaela. Um, we'll see you guys next time. And thanks for listening. Bye.